Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Happy Wednesday. Welcome in, everybody. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're tuning in on the ESPN Montana app, no matter how you are consuming this show. Thanks for being here. Uh, it's sort of a moving target these days. It's either Wednesday or Thursday or Friday when we get the great pleasure of having my guy, Rajim Seabrook, in studio uh, yep. with us. And uh, more often than not, we've actually been kicking it down at Brett's RV and Marine lately. And uh, now we're actually here coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. NWMSRocks.com. I was scrolling on there the other day because I've been having some uh, some car issues myself. And so checking out what they got. Man, they got a lot. They got a lot of really cool uh, stuff, not only in Montana, not only here in Missoula, but also all the way across the Northwestern region. So go check them out, NWMSRocks.com. A little reordering of the week. 
Uh, Andrew Houghton, our producer, he's still out. Tommy Evans, though, is rolling behind the glass. So uh, happy to have Tommy along for the ride with myself uh, and Rajim. It's my sincere hope that you don't have anything in that outline. Because whatever you've got planned is out the window, man. I don't know the last time I'll be in this room with the two of you fine folks again. So who knows what's about to go down today. Hey, the only thing that would make this more 2016 is if Ryan Tuto came by, right? We've already had a... <laughs> We've already had a Tucker Sergeant. We've had a Tucker Sergeant hour. We got two hours with Rajiv. Tommy's producing the show. Somehow I'm the one guiding the ship, though. If this was really 2016, we'd have Gus sitting right here. And uh, hey, man, how long till we're doing the show in the metaverse? Never. You can do all Let's the radio shows you ever want in the metaverse. My self will never be going to the metaverse. Are you a metaverse? Are you doing? Do you know anything about this, buddy? That's that's a Tommy whole goes not, fishing on the metaverse. Tommy's seen bar fights from the metaverse. I don't even know what's going on. What's in his cup? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I want some of that stardust. They got some, they got some virtual reality metaverse goggles. That stuff is it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's not great. That's it's, the blue uh, pill, Morpheus. It's not not good. Uh, I'll stay here in this side of my matrix simulation. Thank you very much. Um, all that to say, a little reordering of the show this week. So almost always. You get ESPN Roundtable on Wednesdays, but instead we're moving it to tomorrow. We will also be coming to you live from Brett's RV and Marine tomorrow. We'll be coming to you live from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill on Friday. So because of that, all of those sorts of things make it so it's a little bit difficult to take calls when we're doing remotes. So we just reorganize the show. That's all to say ESPN Roundtable still coming up tomorrow, but we will have... A Wing It Wednesday like we do always here on Nuanas. Now, 10 years worth of Wing It Wednesdays here on ESPN Radio in Missoula. So that's coming up about 445. We're also going to talk some NBA playoffs, both broadly and specifically. We're also going to have another of our Mattress Firm Student of the Weeks. This week, it's uh, Red Lodge Track and Golf Standout, Allie Kuntz. She is uh, one of the best athletes in Class B, and... Um, she was our Matches from Student of the Week about three weeks ago. So the Matches from Student of the Year voting coming down the pipe. We're also going to have some history lessons. We're also going to talk about some high school sports across the board. We're also going to hear from future Grizz linebacker Marcus Evans. He and I caught up right before the show. And then we'll give you a little bit deeper of a preview of the um, conference finals that are coming up, or I guess as of last night. Uh, underway. You're all purple all the time today. Huh? You said you wore this as a, an homage to the uh, the main man, Prince. We do have some Prince coming up in the show later on today, too. Well, yeah, word, word, you know, well, the purple, the purple one himself, but uh, more in a celebration of just receiving our back-to-back state title rings. Yeah, you were showing this to me at Brett, so you can show the camera there. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not showing. With the, we're good. The, the record book speaks for itself. <laughs> okay, okay. I just, this is just the adornment and, you know, the bells and whistles that come with it. So, I, um, like last year, I'll wear, I'll wear it a couple of times a week right until when, when camp breaks. Because once camp breaks, um, and this is my, one of my like top ten issues with sports, is um, once you win a championship, um, the, you never give it back. So it, it's, it's nothing that you're defending. I love it when people are like, they're the defending Super Bowl champions. They're not defending anything. It's all open season. So once the new season starts, there's nothing to defend anymore, and uh, the ring goes away, and it's, it's back to the grease board and trying to – trying to get that as uh, Roger Craig said back in the day with the nine is that three Pete. So, you know, we'll see. 
We will see. There's a debate to be had there. Maybe we'll roll oh, that. In there a, will be. <laughs> in hour number two, because I actually do. So think of this. We're not going to discuss this right now, but 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 think of this, because I, I, I find Sentinel's run the last two years to be fascinating for a variety of reasons. Uh, pandemic influence seasons, but also uh, the conglomeration and culmination of a lot of hard work for a lot of years, mm-hmm. specifically with Dane Oliver's ability to build a program and also use the Missoula Youth Football uh, Pipeline to accentuate and and, and uh, really elevate his Absolutely. roster. And also, the game is a lot different than it ever has been in Montana, and the skill players are so much faster and better than they ever have been in Montana. So my question, though, is where does Sentinel stack up against the all-time teams? Because I also think there's some other sides of the coin where I think that Sentinel can't even come close to touching some of the old-school teams. Hold the thought. We're going to discuss. But think about it uh, during the breaks and over the next little while because I, I want to know. Because I do think that Sentinel has a, a distinct uh, place in the history of high school football Absolutely. in Montana. I mean, back-to-back undefeated years in AA does not matter who, what, when, where, why. That is an amazing run and one that has not really been – I mean, there's only been a couple years where that's really happened where a team actually went fully undefeated for two years in a row. Especially with the point differential, the point margin. For sure. Like against the teams that have had X amount of D1 yep. athletes, like have made some of these kids look like they shouldn't have even signed scholarship offers to D1 schools. So, yeah, that would be a great discussion, backslash debate, backslash future segment. On the high school note, some results from the uh, state golf tournaments from earlier this week. Jefferson is in first place in the Class B Boys State Tournament, just two strokes ahead of defending champion Columbus uh, in the team competition. Columbus is in first place by almost, or I guess by almost 30 strokes on the, uh, I guess 32 strokes, sorry, a little slow on the math draw here today. But Columbus a dominant lead on the girls' side as they gun for their second straight. State championship in uh, Class B golf. Class C golf, Manhattan Christian, the defending champions. First place on both sides. Uh, on the boys' side, they lead Westby Granora by seven strokes. And on the girls' side, they lead Plentywood by eight strokes. So uh, there's some high school sports updates for you for the postseason. We are closing in on wrapping up the postseason for the academic year for uh, – 2021-2022, state golf and, and uh, state tennis is this weekend. Divisional softball and divisional track is this weekend, and then state track is next weekend. So by the end of the month, the uh, yet another high school sport uh, sporting season will be in the books. So we'll keep you apprised of all that. Also, the big news of the day, I don't really want to opine on this as much as I just want to mention it. There's some stuff, that, there, there are opinions I have about this, I will say that. Some of those I don't really know if it's appropriate to, to put on the air at this exact moment. Ooh, that sounds juicy. But but regardless of any of the juice, the logistics of this whole thing is that the Big Sky Conference has struck a deal with EW Scripps, and that's not what we're on right now. We are on ABC Fox Montana, SWX Montana Television. And uh, SWX Montana had the rights for the Grizz and Bobcat games, and so this Big Sky Conference deal with Scripps means that all games will move to Scripps stations, which are CBS affiliates. And so that means local games throughout the rest of the Big Sky will be on network TV. That's a good thing. It means that there's a changing of hands between uh, the Cat and Grizz games here in the state of Montana, and uh, we'll leave it at that. So uh, 
It is big news, though. A lot of you are going to be wanting to know where do you watch the Grizz and the Bobcats. That's how you find it. So that's about all we'll say about that for now. But it is big news, especially for us in the media world, gigantic news, and uh, one that will have ramifications across the board. Not even saying negative or positive, just uh, it will have ramifications. It's just a, a way that it's all going. Last little tidbit here before we get into a little NBA discussion. Mm. These little paddleheads are officially underway. Media day today. Spring training starts tomorrow. And uh, they have a couple exhibition games, including one against Idaho Falls on Friday. You want to go to the game? Text us right now. You can text us baseball, springtime, paddleheads, osprey, minor league baseball, whatever you want to text us. Anything that indicates you want these tickets. I got two four-packs of tickets to tomorrow night's Missoula Paddleheads game down there at Ogren Park Allegiance Field. So if you want them, Text us right now. Anything and everything that you have, you can think of when it comes to Paddlehead Baseball, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us right now. We got two four-packs of tickets to the Friday night opener for the Missoula Paddleheads against the Idaho Falls. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. We are broadcasting to you live here on the radio, live on SWX Montana Television. And you can also find us live on the ESPN Montana app and on 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. When you get to that station website, you'll find the stream. Or you can also always find the show archived on the uh, Nuanas Now podcast as well. Rajim Seabrook riding with me. Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas Now. Uh, you, you're new to the, the neighborhood uh, where we're living now down in the Sawmill District. It's been a year. Uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of crazy. It has kind of been a year. It's been a year. Man, that's crazy. So, I mean, I guess the, the reason I led with that, though, is that uh, the paddle hoods are back, and uh, you live right in the hood. So oh, yeah. we're going to be going some baseball this game. I this gone, went to a couple of games, uh, sat on my ridiculously beautiful roof and watched fireworks. So I could I get to be in it and not necessarily of it, or sometimes of it and not necessarily in it. So either which way, I'm looking forward to another good season and uh, having really bright lights don uh, themselves into my living room uh, from the stadium. So, yeah, let's go, man. I'm looking forward to it. The Paddleheads have the, you were just talking about, the championships lasting. This is going to be a distinctly interesting season for the Paddleheads because they ran roughshod through the Pioneer League last year, won the first half championship, won the second half championship. Nailed it. Won the championship series. They went one, two, three times a champion. So great year. One of the great years, one of the great years in franchise history. Mm-hmm. But now they actually have the opportunity to truly defend because they actually have guys coming back. It's not an affiliated team anymore, so you don't have a bunch of your best dudes getting called up, going to Class A, Double A, Triple A, whatever, they have some of their best guys back in the saddle. So that, back that in actually, house. I think that'll actually, don't you think that'll actually uh, galvanize people a little bit more, too, to be involved in it? Because, like, hey, oh, I know Brandon Riley. He was the great totally. center fielder last year. Oh, we'll go down and see Brandon Riley. My kid wants his autograph, whatever. Well, there's familiarity. Uh, there's also one thing that I notice sometimes in the first half of the seasons is a lot of these young guys come up, and there's such a, a, a steep acclimation to what's going on here in Missoula, Montana, that sometimes they're not at their best because they're they're not from here. There's, you know, sometimes social barriers, cultural barriers, language barriers. Like, there's all the things that sometimes hinder a person's ability to be maximized upon their potential. So having some guys come back, be more comfortable in their digs, knowing where they're at, knowing where they could go, uh, it just breeds comfortable uh, situations for all involved. The Eastern Conference Finals got underway last night. The Boston Celtics coming off a dominant Game 7 victory in the Eastern Conference Semifinals over the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. 
were a little short-handed. They did not have Al Horford in the lineup. They did not have NBA Defensive Player of the Year Marcus Smart in the lineup. All that said, the Miami Heat with a statement victory last night uh, over Boston, and uh, it was pretty decisive as well. And so now here we are with Eastern Conference Finals underway. I think a lot of people think that, or thought at least, that Boston was going to roll right through the heat. Uh, Jimmy Butler is just the Rodney Dangerfield of the NBA, man. He can't get no respect. We're going to talk about some of the all-time underrated players in NBA history. But Jimmy Butler's got to lead the list, and that's why I asked you this question, because in terms of the contemporary NBA, what's Jimmy Butler got to do to prove to people he is one of the top guys in the league? Like, dude's been to the finals already, and last night he had 41. I mean, he cooked Jason Tatum. Cooked, smoked, roasted, roasted, <laughs> uh, blanched, boiled, uh, <laughs> fricasseed, if you will. Who knows? Um, that was just a, another just ridiculous display. I don't, I don't, I don't know why this guy just can't get any love. I don't know why there aren't Jimmy Butler shoes out there. Like I, I just, I just don't get it. Like this, this guy just. I mean, we'll get into it. There's just certain people who, no matter how many numbers you put up, no matter how reaffirming you are as an athlete, you know, sans the persona, he's due his respect, and he just has not not been given jack in in, 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 in that regard. But uh, it remains to be seen how um, something like this can polarize and, and catapult a career, especially when you look at the um, lack of super, superstar power in this conference final in particular. So I say, uh, Jimmy, keep doing your thing, baby. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. I am uh, having a little Florence coffee. It's usually Florence Coffee Fridays. And we've been drinking our Florence coffee, except for I was out one week in Vegas uh, on vacation. And we haven't been actually in the studio on a Friday since uh, I guess it would be April 23rd. So that's pretty crazy. So it's a Florence Coffee Company Wednesday as well. I haven't had any Floco on the actual television. Uh, so thanks to Florence Coffee for... Keep Thanks for getting me some. Oh, of course, man. I got mine, man. Woo. I got my second of the day. I'm on my sixth shot of espresso. See, this is why I was trying to drink I got you, you by four. The guava oh, man. leaf. Oh, man, you guys are crazy. I love the caffeine. I love the drugs that come from the caffeine. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't have a strong enough stomach. You really had eight shots of espresso today? Buddy, I can, I can, I can get witnesses, and I have the receipts. <laughs> I have witnesses and receipts. Well, dang. I mean, who needs our bonus coffee? These guys are keeping Florence Coffee Company in business. Thanks to Florence Coffee uh, for their continued caffeination of us here at ESPN Radio. So I want to stick on Jimmy Butler for a minute. Yeah. Why do you think that it is that he is still not like a brand name superstar? Like, what is, what's what's missing for Jimmy Butler, I guess? I, I think... So, so let me so, so let me let me set it up like this. James Harden is way more well regarded and has way more fans and is way more highly thought of than Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a way bigger winner than James Harden, and at this exact moment in their careers, a better player. Yeah, but if you put H in front of that W uh, and I, James Harden's a bigger whiner. Sure. Right. So okay. there's the winner, and then there's the whiner, and 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 like Jay Z says, the the close close mouths never get fed. 
Jimmy Butler ain't trying to get fed none of that nonsense. Like, he's not trying to get caught up in the persona. I am who I am. He's got a screw face on on his mug night in and night out. He doesn't care what you think about him. He doesn't need the endorsements. He's there to do his job. And what's his job? Play basketball. His job is not to be political. It's not to be on Twitter. It's not to be a social, uh, a, a, a pseudo-social activist. It's not his his job to be a persona. I want to play ball. I want to win. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ball out and play hard nightly. I just, it's so interesting to me because... That's my part. That's my I thing. think that Jimmy Butler, I think Jimmy Butler is the, the best story in the NBA. I really do. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler grew up without a father, which is not uncommon among NBA players, unfortunately. And I, I do think that dynamic of the league is, is changing. And I think that there's a lot of, there is a lot of male influences for the current generation. And you see that with a lot of guys that are second generation NBA players. But that aside, mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler got kicked out of his house when he's 13 years old. Jimmy Butler was homeless yeah. all the way until he gave, made it to Marquette. Went to a junior college and uh, then finally makes it to, to Marquette and you know, he's uh, the last pick of the first round of the NBA draft, so essentially a second-round pick. And now here he's been an, a five-time All-NBA player, a seven-time All-Star. He's been to the finals twice. He's been to the conference finals perennially, Perennial. it seems like. Dang near. He plays unbelievable defense. He's a phenomenal leader. He's got great attitude. He's Plays four positions. He's handsome. He's got a million-dollar smile. He's getting some commercials now. I, did, I just don't get why. I mean, Jimmy Butler was like the second-best player in the finals two years ago. It just happened to be he was playing against LeBron James when they lost in the bubble to the Lakers. I guess I do, I, this is one thing about me. I know I'm a media guy. I'm sitting here talking on ESPN Radio. But this is one thing that drives me crazy about the mainstream media is they pick and choose the stories, and sometimes they miss the ones that the public should be getting fed the most of. And Jimmy Butler's one of those ones. Well, that's when truth is stranger than fiction. I think that just mirrors our society. Like, people don't sometimes want to hear that those types of stories, it has to be more gritty, it has to be more compelling, or it has to be more pretty, it has to be more gracious. And I just think that Jimmy Butler admits some of his peers that were uh, drafted the year before him, his year, and then the year after. He's just, he. there's a lot of polarizing players um, in the those three drafts, um, um, uh, respectively, that kind of overshadowed that story. So um, I, I think guys like this get talked about years after the fact. They are appreciated years down the line um, for, for their contributions uh, post-haste, which is always sad uh, in, in recognition. It's like how many musicians make it into the Hall of Fame after they're dead? Right. right, they 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 don't get they don't get to do it while they're here in the living, and then they become they, they they never get to be the living legends that they are from that regard. So I think Jimmy Butler, as far as modern day era basketball players, is 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 definitely in the in those areas and of that ilk. Well, I think also think that one of the reasons the NBA is so popular is it's character building. There's so many defined characters. You can you can follow the NBA during the regular season without ever watching a single game. Oh, yeah, it's the soap opera. There's so much of a soap opera. I also think that's why Jimmy Butler's sort of on the outside looking in when it comes to the main story of the league, because mm-hmm. he doesn't have any drama. Well, it, it, it is sort of weird because, like, Ben Simmons gets way more run than Jimmy Butler. Ben Simmons didn't play a game this year. Son. Ben Simmons' lazy butt sat on Son. the sideline the whole year. Son, here's, here's... But he's still in the news every day because he's being lazy and forfeiting his $35 million salary. The thing with Jimmy Butler is you can't make him a hero and you can't make him a villain. And he isn't an anti-hero. He's not Superman, he's not Batman, and he isn't the Punisher. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't he doesn't fall into some of those categories that we often want to put athletes, a, a male 
male athletes in particular in such uh, in such pre molded constructs. So uh, to me, Jimmy Jimmy Butler doesn't really check off anyone's boxes uh, for 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 that kind of shine to come into fruition for him. But the other uh, thing is, I think he does get a little bit underrated too because he is uh, he and Demar Derozan are the two true like twenty point per game scorer superstar type guys in the league that don't shoot the three. They can't. He, Jimmy Butler's a Jimmy Butler's a bad three point shooter. He is. Yeah. He, he shot twenty three percent from three this year, but but he still shoots forty nine percent from the four with shooting twenty three percent from three. Sometimes he's shooting fifty five percent from two. That's like a big guy. That is, and 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 to me, he for some of the older heads in the room, for me, he he has a shorter range game of what Rip Hamilton used to do. Right, Rip Hamilton was the master of the mid jumper. Like I loved his game. Uh, I, I I think Jimmy Butler's a better finisher around the rim than Rip. But there's a similar inside the three point game where he is just consistent, meticulous, and moderate and, uh, uh, and methodical for when and where he takes his shots. And I love his game, man. Listen, someone out there knows someone with some money. I need some Jimmy Butler shoes. Sign this brother to a contract. I just need a pair size fourteen and a half. <laughs> Best Nation is a donation. I'll take it. Let's go. Roger Seabrook with me, Coulter Nuanas here in studio. Nuanas now ESPN Radio. All right, so how about some of the most underrated players in NBA history? When I first asked you that, who first comes to your mind? Who are the most underrated players? I think we agree Jimmy Butler is right now. Who else is underrated now? Who else is underrated in the in the scope of the league, in the history of the league? Well, my my all-time underrated team, I've got my two guards. I've got uh, I've got a swing and a power forward. I don't know who my underrated center is, but um, Jason Kidd. Totally that's underrated. That's a, that's a really good one. Bernard King, totally underrated. Ooh. Chris Paul, totally underrated. Mm, interesting. Dennis Rodman, totally underrated. Okay. And then my center, as I say his name, David Robinson, totally underrated. Mm, that's really good, too. Okay. My overrated players, Kyrie Irving. Oh, buddy. Carmelo Anthony. Whoa, okay. Vladi Divac. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's that's why I'm I'm still working on my overrated team all right, all right, of all time. All right, all right. I but, got a couple uh, other underrated guys for you. I we Actually, probably have this, uh, similar ones. This is funny because uh, people are gonna say, "What are you talking about?" But I actually think the most underrated player in NBA history is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is worthy of being mentioned in the first breath of the greatest players of all time. Yet for some reason, he's not. We sort of worked it into our lexicon that we go, we go. Everybody rattles off LeBron James, Magic Johnson, and Bill Russell right off the way. Or, I mean, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Bill Russell right off the bat. Then they go Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, or Larry Bird, uh, Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, Tim Duncan. But no one ever sits and gets with Kareem. And I, I think that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's resume has as much legs to stand on as any in the history of the league. I, I'm going to agree with you to a point, and I just wrote this down for the folks that aren't, you know, watching this. To me, he's not underrated. We did a show a couple of, maybe about a month ago, Coulter, and it's actually, it's resonated with me since. Um, and I'm glad you brought it back up because like many things we discussed, it's a boomerang. It's just not, it doesn't always come back during the show. He's not underrated. I think due to his nature and his outside interest, he is understated, which leads him to sometimes being underrated. If you can savvy that, my friend, and I know you can. For due to sure. his un- understated nature, due to his calm demeanor, due to that he's not he wasn't a brash, braggadocious guy. He didn't have some of the conflict that some of the some of the players of his time or the players of this time have. And I think him due to him being understated, he is therefore underrated. Um you know, I, I, I liken it to sometimes we talk about, you know, some of the greatest big men and 
it, it, it's crazy how late sometimes Hakeem Olajuwon and David Robinson's names get mentioned in those in those conversations. Why? Because of their understated personalities and personas. They're NBA champions. Yeah. Some of the best to ever lace them up. But because they were a bit more subdued, soft-spoken, had outside interests, they sometimes go underrated due to being understated. I also sometimes wonder if we just automatically make the assumption that the latest is the greatest. And, uh, like, for example, like, I don't, I think that there's like this crazy perception that certain guys couldn't play in the league now. And I think especially the big guys throughout mm-hmm. the history of the NBA, like I think Will Chamberlain's not going to average 40 points a game in the NBA right now, but he's going to average 30. Like oh, I, Wilt? I think Will Chamberlain's Wilt? straight up averaging, like his numbers would be as crazy and eye-popping as possibly Better because mm-hmm. there was the physicality of the defense in some here's, ways. Here's the one part of the of Will Chamberlain's resume that doesn't get talked about enough, though. The transition in the NBA was so uh, slow then, even though the points per possession was so high, because they would just throw it to him and he would just shoot the ball. But he wouldn't have to get up and down the court as much. So Wilt was playing 47 minutes a game back then. He would come out for one one-minute blow, and that was it. That is the one part where I think his stats might take a little hit just because... I just don't think it's feasible for any big guy to play more than 35 minutes again this day and age. I, I, I will agree to disagree and disagree to agree, all in the same um, coffee mouth breath. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Floco. Shameless plugs. The, 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 only, the only caveat or, or rebuke I would have with that, my friend, is the fact that when you look at what Wilt Chamberlain was doing with his body physically at the time, it was unheard of. Like, he was running the floor at his size, Unlike any man has ever run the floor for his size, maybe, maybe Giannis, because yeah. it just I mean, just well, yeah. People forget like Will Chamberlain is a seven foot high jumper. Will Chamberlain can bench press five hundred pounds. Will Chamberlain is one yeah. of the best long jumpers in the country in college track and field. Yes. Oh no, by the way, he's seven two two fifty. That's what I'm saying. And when you look at the physicality of that, no one's no one in the league right now would be able to keep up with that with modern-day science and, 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 and technology applied to that type of body. Unstoppable. So maybe not 40 a game, but definitely in the, in the low to mid-30s. Um, who else do you think? Well, the other guy I thought of is for underrated. I don't even know if this is actually as under, underrated is the right word as, as much as it is sort of a what-if. And that's David Skywalker Thompson. The sports writers that I really love and really respect – that especially that covered the heyday of the ACC in the late 70s and early 1980s. They say that the only two guys that Michael Jordan ever had as a peer were Len Bias, who tragically passed away, and mm-hmm. David Thompson. David Thompson came a little before, Len Bias a couple of years after. But David Thompson, he's a huge what if, both because of the time and place. You know, he played in the ABA for a minute with the Nuggets before they was absorbed to the NBA. He had the incident at Studio 54 where he fell down the stairs and tore Craziness. his Craziness. But the dude was um, unquestionably one of the great athletes that's ever played basketball, period. And uh, so maybe it's not an underrated as much as just a a big what if. Like, what if David Thompson would have stayed healthy? That's a good one. No one is now ESPN Radio. I love you, brother. (laughs) Television. Uh, We're going to do some overrated NBA players uh, from the broad sense of the word, the historical nature of the NBA. Right after this, we're also going to hear from our latest mattress firm, Student of the Week. Keep it right here. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio.
Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Sammy Fatkin is returning for one final season with the Lady Grizz. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Fatkin, a slashing wing who was Montana's leading scorer last season at nearly 13 points per game, initially celebrated her senior night with classmates Sophia Stiles, Abby Anderson, Naya Morris-Nelson, and Kylie Froelich. But on Monday, the Montana Athletic Department announced Fatkin would be back for a fifth and final season after the NCAA granted her another year of eligibility. Fatkin, a native of Sammamish, Washington, was a three-star recruit coming out of high school who spent a season at Arizona before transferring to Montana. She played a season and a half for the Lady Grizz before stepping away from basketball altogether. She did not play during the pandemic interrupted season of 2020-2021. Last season, Thacken returned to the program under first-year head coach Brian Holsinger and was one of the better slashing guards in the Big Sky Conference. Thacken will be a senior this upcoming year at Montana alongside Carmen G. Feller and Katarika Tazinki next season. Zula Hellgate has a new football coach and a new girls basketball coach the school announced on Monday. Ryan Nelson, who spent the last five seasons as the head football coach in Frenchtown takes over for Mick Morris leading the Knights on the gridiron. The Broncos made the playoffs each of the last two seasons under Nelson and Maddie Keist, a former Sentinel standout who played for the Lady Grizz and was the head coach at Missoula Loyola last year takes over for co-head coaches Rob and Brady Henthorn for the Hellgate girls basketball team. Nuwana is now on ESPN Radio with special guest My brother used to always tell me when we were little, if you name that song, I'll give you $5. Oh, I have no idea. My brother used to always tell me I need to learn how to play the bass, though, so I could be in the family band. Oh, yeah. You got, you got, to, you got to be the... First of all, that's Lady Cab Driver by my man Prince, the Purple Wonder. Let's go. 1999 album. Like, I can see the art in my head. It's like funky, abstract, George Funkadelic Parliament art, like... See, that's how I know Tommy's in the house. He knows how he knows how to treat a brother right. I never have to like raise my eyes, Leonard Nimoy style, at what's being played behind the glass. Thank you, brother Tommy. Tommy Evans on the turntable. On the one and two. Rod James Seabrook riding shotgun. Colton Nuana's driving you home here on your 
What day is it? Wednesday. Wing It Wednesday coming up for you in about 10 minutes, so stay tuned for that. We got a dozen wings for the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We also got a little a uh, little history lesson for you. We're going to hear from our uh, latest student of the week here, uh, Ali Kuntz, here in just a moment. But uh, I wanted to finish the conversation from the previous segment, Raj. What... Uh, you mentioned Kyrie Irving as an overrated contemporary player. I actually think there's a lot of overrated contemporary guys right uh, now. Oh, like, yeah. Like Paul George is overrated. For real. Uh, I think that Kyrie Irving's overrated. For real. Um, I'm trying to think of other guys that come to the top of my head. First of all, I think that something, I think James Harden has been overrated for his duration of his career. Yep. Uh, because I think that people get a little bit twisted because sometimes they just get so caught up on statistics or personalities. Right. Uh, and I think that every team... Here's, here's a statistic for you. Every single team in the National Basketball Association averaged at least 105 points per game this year. That means you have to have somebody scoring 20 a game. At least. So if you're scoring 20 a game on a bad team, how good actually are you? Like, sometimes there's there'll be a narrative where, like, a guy like Chris Bosh, really good player, but Chris Bosh goes from Toronto where he's put, averaging 25 a game and he goes to Miami and averages 18 a game where he's playing alongside LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. And people sort of give him this praise, like he sacrificed so much. That's partly true, but also Chris Bosh is not a 25-point-per-game scorer unless he's playing on a bad team. Carmelo Anthony kind of went through this in a variety of fashions because he was a really high-level, high-volume scorer in Denver where he won and then in New York where he lost. And it was sort of a, a different example of getting to the same statistical output. Yeah, I just, there's sometimes... Different different situations predicate different results, but I, I like where you're going with the overrated team. Carmelo Anthony is right up there at the top of my list. Just I like to, I really like astronomy. Okay, I like and I have always thought of Carmelo Anthony and Grant. Like I watched him at Syracuse. I'm an East Coast boy, so like I'm going sure. back to the yeah, days. Yeah. He's the black hole. Ball go in. Ball yeah. never come out. He is one of the great scorers of all time, though, man. Also one of the top ten most selfish players of all time. Oh, man. Is he, though? For See, real. He shoot, I think if you shoot a high enough percentage, then the ball hog thing becomes a benefit because you're, playing, you're shooting at such a high percentage. It, like, no. Russell Westbrook is what drives me crazy. Dudes that score 20 a game because they shoot such a high volume, but you're only shooting like 35%. The, the John Stark dudes. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. You're scoring 20, but you're shooting 18%. Just saying. Mattress Firm has been hosting a weekly segment, the Student of the Week, featuring interviews and feature stories on ABC Fox Montana Television, as well as interviews here on ESPN Radio. And, uh, Tommy, it's been so long since I have uh, tried to find bits on NextGen, I can't even remember my hotkeys. So. This is how people know that we are live. I know, exactly. It's you and I who've been working together for 10 years, both sitting here going, well, how do we play a how segment? How do we do this? So, I, Tommy, <laughs> this, this, we're just going to give people a look right behind the curtain. This is my fault because I did not put the keyword, which is bit, in the outline. For those that wonder, we still make if – you, if you're a high school kid out there that's listening – and your social studies teachers making you make an outline. It's one of the things from my uh, youth academia that I use every single day. Great skill. Anyways, Tommy, this bit with Allie Kuntz should I've be got it, there. but okay, you've got to follow okay. my outline rules, bro, and you got to <laughs> highlight my sound bites, man. That's I all I ask. I got you. I, uh, I will highlight them for you. Uh, we're getting back in the rhythm here. Tommy and I have been working together for five years, but we haven't done the show together in like nine months. <laughs> so here we are. But Allie Kuntz is a 
two-sport athlete. I don't mean two sports throughout the academic year. She's playing two sports right now. She is doing track and field and golf. Impressive from this young lady. If you have a student that you'd like to nominate or if you want to vote for Mattress Firm's Student of the Year, head on over to mattressfirm.com, Mattress Firm MT, excuse me, mattressfirmmt.com backslash students. That's mattressfirmmt.com backslash students. And uh, get your votes in, whether it's uh, a couple last couple weeks nominations or a vote for the Mattress from Student of the Year. Mattress from Student of the Year, the recipient of a $3,000 scholarship courtesy of Mattress Firm. Joining us now for a Student of the Week segment on Nuanez Now as we're endeavoring to catch up with these segments before the school year ends, Red Lodge Junior Allie Kuntz, who is a busy woman uh, right now, doing track and golf in the spring season up there at Red Lodge. Uh, so, Allie, thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to come on with us. Yeah, of course. Just wanted to ask you, I mean, how have things been going right now? Uh, like you said, doing two sports in the spring, and I know you've got a bunch of other stuff going on. How are you managing it right now? It's definitely really busy right now, a little bit stressful, but it's super fun. And um, luckily the weather got nice here in Red Lodge, so everything's kind of coming together. and. We're nearing the end of our sports season, so I'm getting ready to go to divisional golf here on Monday and then district track on next Friday. So I'm just kind of just trying to stay focused and balance my time accordingly so I can practice for each sport. Well, I'm sure the weather turning nice helps with definitely the golf aspect of it, but I'm sure for track too, what's it like, you know, golfing up there and having to deal with that? It's really hard. Um, we've I've gotten to practice golf outside maybe six or seven times all season. So it's, it can be really frustrating too, but um, it allows us to get into the gym and hit in the net. So it actually allows the team to focus on technique and work on our swing and break it down. And same goes for track. It's hard to run inside, but I feel like it almost makes us stronger. Is the two-sport thing in the spring a, a new thing for you that you're trying out this year as, as you're getting older? Has it been a thing that you've always done? Um, no, so this is my first year doing two-sport. Last year, I just did golf, and it is hard with it being in the spring. Um, golfing, you know, we're inside, like I just said, for more than half of the season. So a couple of my teammates and I decided that we were going to do track as well just to kind of keep us a little bit more busy and allow us to kind of cross-train. So um, running, you know, eventually help with golf, and we're getting stronger. And um, so that's kind of why we decided to do both. But I'm really happy that I did it, and it's super fun. Well, that's awesome. How did you sort of uh, fall into the events that you're doing for track? Um, in middle school, I was a pole vaulter. It's kind of just something that um, I've always been drawn to. You know, I think going upside down on a, using a stick is really cool. It's different, too, and I've always kind of been into things that other people don't necessarily do. So I kind of wanted to be different, and I just love the entire idea of it. So I fell in love with it in middle school, and then I didn't do it my freshman year just because of COVID. And then last year I decided to golf, and I really, really missed it. And so this year when I had the opportunity to do both sports, I jumped on that. Well, that's the fearless Allie Kuntz joining us, junior uh, pole vaulter and also playing golf right now in the spring season up there at Red Lodge. Allie, I know you do plenty of other things uh, not in the spring season, cross country in the fall. 
um, but big into rodeo as well. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, we have a great rodeo here in Red Lodge, Home of Champions Rodeo. And when I was in about eighth grade, I got involved being a princess. And I absolutely fell in love with the sport of rodeo. I loved every little piece of it. And so I decided to take it to the next level. And this last summer, I tried out to be Miss Teen Rodeo Montana, and I ended up winning that title. So now I have the opportunity to travel around the state representing um, professional rodeo, which is super incredible. What's that experience like, not only um, traveling around the state and, and what you're doing now and sort of the responsibilities of being Miss Teen Rodeo Montana, but also going back to last summer when you when you won? I mean, what were sort of the emotions and the... the um the feelings around that I kind of couldn't believe it that I had won like it was something that kind of always stuck in the back of my mind that I this is something that I wanted to do and so when I won it was kind of surreal for me it definitely was an overwhelming there were a lot of emotions going through me it was very overwhelming but I'm super happy with it and it's really exciting I get to meet so many new people going throughout the state and it's something that already throughout my year I've just the amount of people I've gotten to meet and talk to I've learned so much and then just bringing that rodeo aspect into it so being able to help um, rodeo committees and working with them directly to help plan and um, plan and get ready to put on a successful event is something that's really fun and I'm learning a lot which the learning experience is the big thing for me that I'm really getting out of my year so far. I know that there are plenty of events in rodeo. What's your what's your favorite one to do, or what's your best event? Um, so I actually don't right now. I'm not competing in the actual sport of rodeo because I'm just doing my queen stuff. So I'm just representing the sport right now, which just takes a lot of time. So I'm doing radio interviews and TV interviews, and I'm educating the public about the sport of rodeo and going to schools and talking about them about the importance of the Western way of life in Montana and stuff like that. So right now I'm actually not competing, but my favorite event to watch in rodeo is tie-down roping. For sure. That's Allie Kuntz, a junior at Red Lodge, uh, currently doing track and golf in the spring season up there, uh, as well as serving as this year's Miss Teen Rodeo Montana. Allie, anything else that you wanted to uh, mention before I let you go here? I don't think so. Well, thank you so very much for your time. I Like you said, I know you're very busy uh, doing all the things that you're into. So um, thank you for coming on with us, and good luck uh, the rest of the spring season here. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate talking with you. So there you go, our latest Mattress Firm Student of the Week. Mattress Firm MT backslash students. Go get your votes in for the Mattress Firm Student of the Year. A $3,000 scholarship will be awarded to one deserving high school student at the end of this academic year. Thanks to Mattress Firm for their continued sponsorship of the Student of the Week. How about a history lesson? How about some free wings? Desperado, Wing It Wednesday, diving back into the greatest sports heroes of the first half of the 20th century. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit montanaadvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. 
Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Iran is now on ESPN Radio. Is this Hendrix? What, what is this uh, beautiful music you're bestowing upon me? Funkadelic, man. Okay, nice. I give this man a special playlist and he misses it. Let him hear it. <laughs> yeah, baby, get funky. You know Rajin Seabrook is in studio when we're funking it up. Tommy Evans on the turntables in the back. Welcome back. It's the music review. No, it's not. It's Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio. Well, we do talk a fair amount of music around here. <laughs> we should do a music review show between you, Tommy, and I. Oh, yeah, Like, dude. just, we should do a podcast series. I know. The only thing I worry about is uh, you guys are both SNL watchers, right? Different genres, though. No. no. See, so here's I the hate th- SNL, in well, fact. Okay. Not hate it, well, but sorry. I really dislike Re- it. Regardless, here's the thing I worry about. There's the, uh, the famous... And iconic at this point because rest is his uh, so oh Chris Farley's passed away. But there's the iconic SNL skit where Chris Farley is is like on his little talk show. Oh yeah, and Paul McCartney's on the show. Remember when you're in the Beatles? Remember, <laughs> Remember? you wrote Abbey Road? Wasn't that cool? You're saying I'd be as dumb no, I, as Chris no, Farley? I would just worry about all of us being like. Remember that song? That song was great. Like, when, when have we ever done that? We've been talking music together like virtually professionally for like five or no, six I years. No, I know. I know. I just want to know how do you extrapolate it beyond just like a couple minutes though? Because like we could totally do quick hitters, you know, like a little five minute analysis. Is Yo, how many times impact, a day? Family trees. Yeah. Independence gr- groups. Like why the Beatles suck. And right there is the end of the podcast series, ladies and gentlemen. Tommy, unplug this. We're getting off the Titanic. Let this guy, let him and DiCaprio sink. Yep, yep. It's the greatest shtick in all of entertainment. Better be a shtick. It's like I told you yesterday. I will yank that microphone right out of that room, man. The Beatles stick. I'm going to hit you with that shtick upside your head. Speaking of one of our uh, great promotions here at ESPN Radio, <laughs> it's time for a Winging Wednesday presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. The Despo right there on Russell Street right across from the YMCA right by the Missoula Fairgrounds. Best wings in the city of Missoula as voted on by you, the wing-consuming public, year in and year out. We got a dozen of those wings for you. All you have to do is text us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888 888- 1029. Tell us what you think of the Beatles and the third person to give us a little opinion on Paul and the boys. We got a dozen wings for you to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. 888-1029. That's 888 Two books that I had out for the day. One, I, I, I didn't even get to this in our uh, most underrated conversation. So if you're uh, watching in on SWX Montana Television or the ESPN Montana app, West by West 
My Charm Tormented Life. It is the autobiography of the logo, Jerry West. I was going to bring up Jerry as a um, underrated player in NBA history as well. Absolutely. Jerry West, Jerry West played in the finals, I believe, nine times. He just happened to lose the finals to Bill Russell's Boston Celtics eight times. Eight times. <laughs> Jerry West, though, is not only the, the NBA logo, he also holds the distinction as the only player in the history of the NBA to win finals MVP in a series in which his team lost. That's an amazing... Uh, it is. That is. Um, an amazing accomplishment. If you know Jerry West, this book is also... I mean, he mentions his tormented life. Jerry West is a very uh, volatile personality. Uh, I think he talks a lot about his mental strife, his mental struggles in this book, and how he was able to sort of hone that in. Because I think the second half of Jerry West's basketball life, when he was an executive, like his playing days through his coaching days with the Lakers, he was fire and brimstone. He was not likable. Nobody really liked him. But then as an executive, he's been very well-liked and incredibly well-respected. But he talks a lot about that. But I think, again, back to what we were talking about earlier, sometimes a surly personality, a fiery demeanor uh, can hinder people's, people's opinions of you, right? Oh, absolutely. And he's 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 one of them, uh, sadly or greatly. Um, I will say this. Uh, to me, there is no other NBA team that would possibly have more underrated players to represent an organization because uh you know you go back to jerry west under uh, uh, under not represented under um underrated sorry um kareem to me james worthy is another one of those like when you look That's at the amount look. of championships and the guys that are on there the same you know two or three names pop up but a lot of the a lot of those I don't even want to say they're not like James Worthy to me is not a role player. Like he's just Well no, James Worthy's a Hall of Famer. Right. But again, regardless of his Hall of Fame status, not mentioned always in and you know, not sure. one of the first sometimes twenty names that come out of people's mouths. Oh no, not even close. But he's a top hundred player, I would say. Oh, absolutely. James Worthy's a great player. Um the other guy that is uh, sort of on the same vein, poor man's James Worthy is Horace Grant. Oh my I love you. Oh, I mean, oh, my man. I think I do think that Michael Jordan has actually perpetuated the spinning of the narrative. Like Oof, Michael uh, Jordan has wanted people to believe that I had less help than any other NBA superstar. Magic had Kareem, Larry Bird had Robert Parrish and Dennis Johnson and Danny Ainge and you know Kevin McHale and and Bill Walton and all these guys. You had and, Rodman and Pip, son. And Horace Grant. And oh, I mean, for the first three, yeah, I mean, Horace. Horace Grant was an all-star. It's not as if Horace Grant Amazing. was like some scrub. Like, Horace no. Grant was one of the better power forwards in the league. Period. He's not, he's not Charles Barkley or Carl Malone, but no. he's also, like, not, you know. No, he was legit. Yeah. And had a good career down in Orlando after Jordan He's not Greg Ostertag him. or whatever. Greg <laughs> Oster. What? He's not, he's not Frank. Dare. He's not Frank Brakowski. <laughs> the brick. Frank Brakowski, by the way. And no offense to Frank Brakowski. He Frank has, had a long career. Well, he also lives up in the Flathead. So there's actually yeah. like an outside shot that he could be, you know, kicking it here in the Garden City and, and hear this. Watch so, what you say. He might be kicking you. I mean, Frank Frank can come on the show. You're invited. If Frank Brakowski is by chance listening to the show. People, come on down, big people brick. People right now are probably, some people are probably like, who are you talking about? If he's by chance listening, though, you are uh, certainly invited. We got love for you. Uh, into our Northwest Motorsports studio. How about that? We are just nailing the radio today. It's Nuanas now ESPN Radio. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, one last history lesson. We've been going through this 100 Greatest Sports Heroes, and this is a book that came out in uh, 1954, so it's um, kind of first half of the 21st century. I don't know if this would be in a, a book if you replicated this now. Uh, we're, we just go in alphabetical order, so we're on page 67. 
Bill Clem, William J. Clem is the latest one. He is a one of the most well-renowned umpires of his day. How funny is that? Sports heroes, it includes an ump. I don't think any umps or officials are getting all-time great books <laughs> this day and age, but uh, just an interesting one, sort of a sign of the times. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. We're going to do some NFL talk. We're also going to talk some high school sports, and we're going to hear from future Grizz, Marcus Evans. We'll do all that and more coming at you. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get com- Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 